Hello, welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Elaine. And I'm Kiana. And today we're recapping season six, episode 18, Biblical. Biblical. Yes. Yes. And it was confusing because this is episode 113, but it's season six, episode 18. Yeah, I don't know how the heck that happened. I'm so confused. Uh, but we don't have time to get into it because <laughs> too much happened in this episode. Really? Crazy. Really? Yes. As per usual. You, do you have any guesses? Well, I, I know that it's like the plagues come. Yes. But the whole the whole rest of the plot, I was like, it, it could have been a fog situation where it's just like something <laughs> happens and then the a bunch fog. of like, the fog. <laughs> I don't know, just a bunch of stuff happens and then plot. But does the does the plagues actually like play a part into the chaos of it all? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the whole episode is the plagues, pretty it's much. It's like plagues and wedding stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before we get into it, let's do two shits and a lot because I have a lot of questions. Yes. Number one, Nana Rose is murdered. Oh. Number two, Percival crashes Tony and Fane's wedding with a musical number. Tony and Fane's wedding, okay. Yeah, remember they're engaged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, number three, Jughead meets his Rivervale doppelganger. I'm going to say the first one's a lie. That is true. No! No! Rose is dead. I mean... And it happens so anticlimactically, and you're just like, what? It's like, did she actually die? <laughs> like, the actress in real life? Right? We've been talking about that. Like, how yeah. old that lady must be? We're wondering. I don't know. Well, is it the third one? Nope, that's it also true. It is the second true. one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Percival does not crash the wedding with a musical with his, number. But he does crash the, the wedding, period? No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. He well, doesn't. Kind of. He, like, messes with the wedding, but he doesn't show up personally yeah. to it. Okay, great. True. What were you guffawing about? With my theory? Yeah. Oh, I have to tell you later because... <laughs> it's too juicy. It's a doozy. Oh, oh. Boy, okay. I mean, I feel like she probably isn't dead just with knowing Nana Rose. She'll just be like, oh, yeah, you thought you killed me, but I'm just... I, like, took this potion that made me die for an instant, and then it came back or no, something. because she wouldn't like, do that where they claim a character's dead, but they're not really <laughs> dead. That's silly. They would and never. Nana Rose doesn't always just have a clever, like... Solve like, for whatever. Yeah, solve for yeah. every single problem. No. We'll, we'll get into it, because I also want to make fun of Nana Rose. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, yeah, like Kiana said, this episode is pretty much, like, Tony and Fane's wedding and plagues. And so it's kind of like Crazy going back okay. and forth, yes, because they decide kind of out of nowhere that they're just going to get married. Like, they just got engaged and they're just like, oh, yeah. we're just going to get married. Is this like an elaborately planned looking wedding too? Or is it like well, slapdash? Yeah. Okay. Like, they ask... She has a dress. She has yeah. a dress. Okay. She has a suit. They ask Veronica to kind of like help them plan it at like the Babylonian. Oh, I love that. So and yes. so she, it's she like has it's such wedding planner energy. It's right? all like out. such J Lo vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except she's like so mad about it, kind of. I don't know. She's having well, a whole moment in this episode, which we'll we'll get to. But okay. Yeah. She's real annoying. Yes. Well, didn't we say last episode like because she was having yes because she had a, she gave Betty good advice and I was like just watch next ne- episode she's gonna be annoying and a mess. <gasps> that's right. Yes. Yes. So that's exactly what happened. Psychic energy. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> she can't handle it for too long. Mm-hmm. No. She's like I was rational. It's time for me to be stupid <laughs> it's time again. For me to be absolutely annoying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. But before we get into like all that stuff, because it's kind of like the majority of the episode we want to talk about Jughead because his story is 
kind of like separate because he's still down in the he's bunker. Still the bunker, okay. Still trying to like figure out what's going on with the voices and with his head. Has he been there by himself and the whole time since he went there? Tabitha comes to visit him and okay. like bring him food. And okay. Check on him. And we saw them kiss again. Yeah, they okay. saw been him like kissed. It's so been like half together. a season, but we saw. <laughs> but they're still holding strong. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. They have a good, healthy relationship. It's just so uninteresting to us. Apparently. To the rest of the show. <laughs> Apparently to the writers, too. They're like, yeah. we don't need to give you anything for that. We don't want to, like, show healthy relationships or, like, give that any screen no, we time. have to make frogs fall from the sky or whatever they're going to do. Exactly. <laughs> yes. We'll do it. Um, okay. But... Yeah, Jughead, as he's been down there, he's had, like, he's been hearing all these voices from Rivervale, and he's been writing kind of, like, the stuff he's hearing, and because of it, like, while he's doing that, like, the voices have kind of subsided. Like, when Tabitha comes to visit, he, like, tells her about this. She just read this one story he wrote about La Llorona, but she's just like, oh, that was really creepy, you know, but... And she's like, where's all this inspiration coming from all of a sudden? He's like, I don't know, but it's just getting all these stories. Is he being coy? Because, like, obviously no, no, he's no. hearing something. Yeah, he's just he these tells voices. her that he's hearing these voices oh, okay. and he's writing them out. Okay. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't know what they are. And it's his you know? own voice, right? No, no it's, it's the like... character's voices, but, like, kind of yeah. muffled. So it's like okay, it's so like, he's not, like, it's like he's hearing he's not a like TV show. Cheryl. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so he writes that story, and while he's asleep, like, we see this, Jughead doesn't know about it, but the real, like, La Llorona comes and steals that story. And so when he wakes up... <laughs> Does she put, like, her handprint on the page? <laughs> and <then> it's <laughs> wet. But she, she does go up to him and just, like, breathe, like... <sighs> She's really creepy Like, looking. right next to him. And I, yeah, I was like, at first I was like, she can actually, like, do something to him? But no, she just wanted, she didn't want him to tell her story. And he also writes about Cheryl, you know, like, and with, like, the Archie massacre and everything. Like, where she killed him at the festival. And, like, stabs and him and cut his, cut his heart, heart out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of all those stories are, like, coming back. And she comes in a dream so he like sees her in a dream and Cheryl? she yeah, yeah. Okay. In, in her like in... festival outfit right she, yes. he sees the scene yeah like okay. midsummer Cheryl yeah yeah and then she comes and she's like oh Forsyth like and then while he's like laying there she like stabs him mm-hmm. and then he wakes up but her knife is like stuck into his like desk and her oh. story's gone oh interesting so, so that one he like kind of sees yeah it's like starting to bleed in and like there's like actual stuff there i guess yeah and backtracking a little bit i forgot to mention before that happened though he, a mysterious pops burger shows up in the bunker <laughs> and he like goes up to it and he's like i shouldn't touch it and he's like i, I definitely shouldn't eat it <laughs> then he eats but it. then he eats it it's like the spongebob meme i don't need it i don't need it Yeah, it was like, I think that would be funny if that was like the true weakness to his power. Is burger. Just like burgers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Because he could never resist. Well, is this kind of like the temptation fruit metaphor? No. no. I don't know what the burger had to do with anything. He I just puked it up later. Yeah, like it made him sick. sick. Yeah. Was it an old burger? I'm guessing, like, my 
guess is that it was like something from like River Vale. Like maybe he's so seen like that bleed over. A like maybe they dropped it off for the other jughead, but maybe he shouldn't have eaten it because it's like weird with the timeline or something. Well, is it is it too early to get into like what we think this is? Like, because I'm like, is Jughead psychic and creating River Vale, and it's like in this other dimension, or? Did they know that Jughead can hear them and they're antagonizing him and coming to Riverdale like it's no big deal? Because if they can cross over... Yeah, yeah they're, like, kind of coming through the dark tunnel where you, like, enter into the bunker. Yeah, and I it's like a gateway. Seem, yeah, it seems like it's a gateway. So it is kind of an upside-down situation? I think so. Mm-hmm. But I think but... they're aware of him, but he's not aware of them. But now right. he is. But now he, he is. just doesn't know, like, who they are, where they're coming from. Yeah. Who's aware? Are, are we assuming that everyone in Riverdale is dark everyone in Riverdale? Yeah, for well, them, not really. Because well, Jughead in Riverdale part. was like pretty neutral Jughead. Yeah, they're not and like Tabitha dark versions. Was they're just too. different versions. Yeah, they're just different. She tried to kill Jughead with a hammer. Yeah. Well, but then she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes it okay. Yeah. <laughs> People can change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It's just like, yeah. Like, no one really had a clear motive over there. It was just kind of like, fight for your life. I mean, it's like Archie, like, was, like, trying to save his dad, you know, and was, like, killing people to, like... In a twisted way. And a, yes. So it's, like, they're all, like, kind of twisted versions of themselves, but not necessarily dark versions. I think it's pretty dark to try and kill someone even <laughs> if it's for your dad, you know? Well, for Archie, yeah. 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 I know what you mean, though. Like, yeah. also, yeah. every episode was different, and every character was different in yes. every episode, too. Which is which why is this idea so is confusing. so confusing. <laughs> confusing. But it'll all make sense in the end when none of it matters. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, They're just the biding show. time yes. <laughs> until we get to the Avengers battle. Okay, is that it for Jughead, pretty much? Can we talk about his doppelganger? Oh, right. Well, before that, um, too, like, he... You know, he's like, okay, who's like, he's like speaking to the void, you know, this like little gateway. And he's like, yes, you know, and he's like, who are you and why do you keep stealing my writing? And then like this glass like bottle like pops out of there. And it's like similar to like the ships in a bottle, kind of like a callback to that that he did. Sure. And it has like a little like rolled up paper in it that just says like, keep writing. Mm. Which I assume is is from Jughead. Yes. We okay. assume. We assume, but we don't I think, know. I think it's a red herring. I feel like Rivervale Jughead has gone, like... Dark. Dark. Dark or, like, doesn't want to write anymore, is out of ideas or something. And they're, mm. like, trying to fight for survival, and that's why they're trying to come into this dimension. To give to Rivervale Jughead to copyright. Because he's running out of ideas. Maybe, To yeah. copyright. What is it called? That. Plagiarize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to trademark this big TM <laughs> yeah. on it yeah. so that his doppelganger Jughead and Riverdale can't steal it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so in the end, the third character he sees is himself. And it's okay. this crazy moment when, like, Riverdale Jughead turns around and slowly looks at Riverdale Jughead. And it's like... <gasps> and they sing reflection like, from Mulan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I was Perfect like, harmony. Right. I said they were going to see their doppelgangers and fight with their doppelgangers. And you were like, no, that's insane. It mm-hmm. is insane. <laughs> but still, and I'm still holding my theory that doppelganger Jughead is going to die in Avengers yes, Battle. Yes, I, I love that it's theory. It's such a good theory. It, it would make so much sense. And if they yeah. don't do it, they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so is that where it ends with, them, with him then? Mm-hmm. Is that where the episode ends? Kind of. Kind of yeah, kind of. pretty There's much. More. Gosh. It's like pretty much the end, though. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Minus yeah, because scene at the end. Because it all ties into the plagues, which we will talk about now. Does it? So we got flies coming in. 
We got frogs in random places. Yeah. We got children with lice. Ugh. We got Sweetwater River turning blood, blood red. red. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Was like hives or something? Was like a boils. Skin? Boils. boils. Workers end up with boils because mm-hmm. Percival puts a little like army figurine in a pot of boiling water. Yeah. Okay, very literal. Yes. <laughs> Percival was like doing all this little like magic incantation stuff behind the scenes to make all them happen. Is he like doing these like so people think it's actual biblical plagues? He's doing it so that the workers get back to building his ghost train. But he okay. wants them to end their strike. <laughs> right, okay. So it's so, like all these, like, it's just like threats, so you know? the biblical plagues are just inspiration for what Percival's putting the town through. Yeah. He's making the frogs and stuff too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's also part of this whole, like, good versus bad end battle thing. Yeah. Which, I guess. It's also really confusing, though, because it's like, you know, it's like Moses and, like, God sent the plagues against yeah. like pharaoh so it's like backwards they don't care. it's like <laughs> so i'm like i don't know what they're i don't know what they're going for with that it's like all oh, just it is inspiration <laughs> light yes. yeah yeah it's like loosely based on Very loosely. <laughs> yes yes we've said it before they yeah. like to use the bible for like creative inspo but they don't care about any anything like, the accuracy or respect which is yes. also kind of respectful in a way that they're not like like literally taking from it because isn't that also kind of like icky yeah, if they're know. trying to like literally tell the story of moses and the pharaoh in an episode of riverdale that to me does not read as respectful or it's like well veggie done tales crossover yes <laughs> it's like it is interesting though when you know it's like because in like with like moses you know how it's like the jews were like enslaved and moses is like let them go so i send these plagues and percival like is enslaving them and it's like make them my slave again and i'll send plagues yes <laughs> it's like there's something to the irony i just don't know if it's quite um it's not quite there nuanced yeah enough because it's it. like it doesn't quite work no. Yeah, where it's like it's ironic, but not like ironic enough to be like <laughs> yeah. fleshed out. Like if they were aware of it, they might have made a point in the episode to be like, "You're enslaving these people," or something. Yes, but I'm assuming they don't. No, no. yeah, no, no. Well, it's okay, just for funsies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just cute. Yeah, it's like a fun little play. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so flies and frogs, and the workers are still striking. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl has this idea at their big team meeting. Is Heather there with her? Yes. Okay, great. She's involved. Cheryl's like, why don't we just kill him? Honestly? Yeah, she's Great like, idea. <laughs> should have been an idea from the beginning. Not from the beginning, but like at this point, yeah. it's like, he's making a ghost train, guys. Like, let's just kill him. Let's yeah. not wait till the apocalypse. But Archie's like, no, because we're the good guys, and then... If we kill him, that makes us the bad guys, and it ruins the whole point. Well, what do they? Well, what do they think is the end game here? I know. Throw well, him in jail. No, <laughs> I like too when Archie's like, but that this is a battle of good versus evil, and so then it would like interrupt or like make it imbalanced, and it's just like, how do you know? How? What, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you even talking about? Like, you don't even who know even what's told going this on. Is the battle for good and evil. Tab- the ghosts. Yeah, the ghosts. That's all they know, and it's like Archie. The ghosts who aren't doing literally anything. They're witnessing. But they could be lying about that. They could be like, this is a battle for good or evil. And when in reality, it's like, no, once you kill Percival, then we have all the power in the world to become evil titans or whatever, for all they know. I know. They're they... just taking them, these ghosts at face value who've never yes. showed their faces. But also, Tabitha went back in time and she picked up all those clues. And Tabitha also knows that there will be a battle because she's seen 3,000 versions of it. Yeah. But the ghosts could be manipulating her too, saying it's for good and evil. 
when in reality they just need to take Percival out. Yeah. If, if it's going to come to the battle, I don't understand what How? they think is going to happen. No, and also, my thing is, I don't see the difference if they kill him in some big Avengers battle versus if they kill him now. Yes, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, like that's what they're does supposed it matter? to. But maybe in the Avengers battle, they'll, like, banish him into Rivervale oh, or into don't some, kill him. It's like, space or well, something. When are they going to figure that out? In a show about murder, when did they ever not just Literally. murder someone? <laughs> yeah, the Nana got murdered this episode. Yeah, this isn't a show about, like... But Percival... No. Yeah, <laughs> that would be like wrong. Ronica. I'll just kill my own father, but Percival. We just had a no. serial killer convention. <laughs> yes. <sighs> okay. Anyways. Yeah. What happened to TBK? I already forgot. He died for real. Oh yeah, Betty shot him. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. we're we're done with him. Yeah, just last episode yeah. he just got shot. Yeah. Just two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, so Cheryl just has the idea. She's like, yeah, what if I just kill him? She's like, I can just use my magic. I can just kill him. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> but she's like, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to do what I want. And so she goes back to like her house and with the help from like Heather, she like makes a spell and like enchants his little like they make a little poppet for him. Right, back to that. Yeah, back uh-huh. to the poppets. And so they, like, cast this spell and, like, catch it on fire. And it's, like, like when the poppet is on fire, like, he's on fire. It's like a voodoo doll. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, so they do that and it is working. Like, Percival, like, starts, like, smoking and he starts, mm-hmm. like, burning. But then he, like, jumps in a rocking chair that looks exactly like Nana Rose's rocking chair. <laughs> Which he just happens to have. Which he ha- yeah. He just has it. Does it set Nana Rose on fire? Yes. So he transfers it to Nana Rose. Whoa, what? And that was really, it was like really creepy too. Because like Cheryl, his little poppet stops burning and she's like, oh, is that right? <laughs> and then like they go into the other room because they hear, they her, hear scream. her screaming. And then like, yeah, she's just in flames. Is that her totem? No, he just like casts the spell into someone else because he's a powerful wizard. Okay. Yeah, because they learned that he's more than they thought he was. Well, sure. Because they're like, he's not just someone so who can read minds. Right. And so this everything. is them like, he is like, he's like a sorcerer. A god, basically. Or like a, a warlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like he is more magical than we thought. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't just read minds and all that. He mm-hmm. can like and persuade avert people. magic and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So Nanos just dies like that. No. Oh, no. okay. She's okay from that. She <laughs> Heather puts some. Thank God. She doesn't have human spontaneous human combustion syndrome. No, oh, that no. could been close. It's so common too. Which, yeah, because yeah, I'm like Cheryl must have used her powers and just like sucked out the fire like, or something. Uh, undo. Yeah, just like no, no. We don't know what happened there, but okay. But so she, they just got some aloe for her, and she's she's all good. Yeah, she's like I mean she's bandaged, bandaged, up. bandaged up. just like yeah. her daughter. But also like amidst all these plagues, yeah, like Fane's and Tony are getting married. And Love wins. Yes. But they're like, they ask, like, they, they keep doing all these things that it's just like, okay. Creepy? No, just like very, like, honestly just cruel. Like, oh. they ask Cheryl to officiate their wedding. Oh. Cheryl. Who Cheryl. Who is like still pretty much in love with Tony. Yeah. yeah. And Tony's aware of this. She's gotta be. Yeah, she's not stupid. Like, so she knows Cheryl still cares about her, and she's like, hey, will you marry us? You personally. Could have been anyone. Yeah, Yeah, they could have picked anyone. Literally. Isn't Alice ordained? Yes. What happened to that? Yeah. Bring her in. Pop Tate? Pop Tate, even. Yes. Another serpent? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. But there's all the other serpents. 
But yeah, yeah. Is Cheryl hurt by it? Yes. Okay. But she's going to do it. Well, of course. Yeah, and like, you know, she tells Heather, and Heather's just like, it's a really nice thing to do. And Cheryl's like, yeah. But well, better way to move on, I guess. But no, that's why um, she wanted to kill Percival, though. She's like, that's going to be my gift to them, is I'll just kill him so that they can have like a happy marriage and everything. What a gift. Yeah, what a like, gift. I killed this man for you. Happy marriage. Yes. <laughs> no, but like they ask Cheryl to do that. They ask Veronica to just like plan their entire wedding for them. Like they're not doing anything to In like help. two days. In yes. like two days. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, Veronica, you can do anything and you're amazing. Can you just plan our whole wedding for us? And just drop that on her. Yeah, at your place of business that you've been trying to, like, save yes. from, like, all this, like, things going on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. And she's uncomfortable by it, but she's like, okay. It's also especially weird considering, like, how Fangs and Tony haven't really re-interacted with everyone, with the friend group as, a, as like, a couple, I feel like. Not a lot, In a no. meaningful way, where it's yeah. like, yes, we love you guys. But yeah. when there's a friend moment to be had, they act like they're all BFFs. Of course. Even if they never talk. Of course. Yes. They act like, oh, we do this all the time. Is Kevin involved? Yes. Okay. So Kevin actually comes over to their house and he's like, hey, you guys, I thought about it. I'm not really into Percival anymore and I am sorry for this whole custody battle. Baby Anthony is actually your biological son, son Fangs. He's not my son and I'm going to just like give up this custody battle. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to. mature. Yeah. Mm. He's like, please forgive Despite me. Despite being punched in the face with brass knuckles. Yes. yes. Is there a bruise? No. I mean, that was a while ago. It was like two episodes. It was a while ago. <laughs> okay. They heal, they heal fast. <laughs> But also, like, (laughs) mentioning TBK, yeah, because with that, too, like, Archie and Betty, they also invite, you know, and Archie's like, Betty, I understand, like, if you don't feel up to it, and if you don't want to go, and I had completely forgotten for a minute, because I was like, why wouldn't she feel up to it? And then I was like, oh, yeah, because she just shot TBK, like, yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) But she's like, no, I want to do something fun, and, like, get my mind off of it. Mm. So they're going to the wedding, too. So, like, everybody's, like, going now. Okay, great. Charles, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's long gone. He's... Reggie isn't there, either. Oh, I think they all kind of hate him, though. Reggie. Yeah. It's because he's Team Percival now. Yeah. He's oh, not invited. right, and he's not dating Veronica anymore. No. Yeah, and also Jughead does not come because he just he's still... He's He still mm-hmm. doesn't have, like, enough control. Yeah. And so, yeah, so he's not coming, and it's, like, a whole thing this episode of, like, having a date to the wedding... And Jughead's like, Fun. Tabitha, I'm so sorry. It can't be your date. I don't want to leave you dateless. And Tabitha is mature, you know, and she's like, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. You're dealing with stuff. It's more important you work on this than come to the wedding. Yeah, so she shows up in, like, a floor-length pink sequin it's dress. She's fabulous. fabulous. Honestly, she's the star of the show. <laughs> I mean, Tony also looked really great. Her I'm dress sure. gorgeous. I'm sure. Yes. Like, she wasn't outdone. But, like, Tabitha was right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, if she was the maid of honor, it would have been awkward. Pippa mm-hmm. Middleton. Yes. Yeah. She was the Pippa Middleton of this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So she shows up and has a good time, but Veronica is, like, literally calling people, trying to get a date to this wedding, and being like, oh, do you feel like Archie's? Oh, I can't be with Archie. Well, I, who else can be my date? And, She's just whining about not yes. having a date. And I'm like, girl, just go to the wedding and hang out with Tabitha. And all your yeah. friends are there. Well, and she's complaining about this to Tabitha, you know. And she's just like... It's like she can... But she's like, for the first time in my life, 
I'm just going solo. One and hour. Tabitha. Yes. Yeah, and she's like, I'm so worthless and I'm lame. And she's like, I was the she wolf of Wall Street and now I have no date to a wedding. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm a party planner in Riverdale. <laughs> I'm invisible. And, yeah. <laughs> it's that energy. Yeah, and Tabitha is just like, Veronica. Calm down. Yeah, she's like, calm down. And she's like, you're a lot more than a party planner, but they're asking you to help because you're so good at it. And then yeah. she's like, okay. Like she needed that little pat on the head just to be yeah. like, it's okay, honey. Yeah. yeah. She's having a little like quarter life crisis. Yeah. And she doesn't she know doesn't... what the meaning in her life is. Yeah. And this she doesn't is, so know this how is to the be growing single. Pains, yes. Of, of being okay with herself. Yes. Yeah. Plus, can she kiss people now? No. no. So what's no. the point then? What's yeah. the point of having a date if you're not even, anyways, <laughs> fill in the blank there. <laughs> But, yeah, they, so with all the plagues, too, you know, it's like they keep kind of coinciding with wedding things. Mm -hmm. So, like, they plan the rehearsal dinner at, like, the casino, but then Percival curses it so it all rots. Oh. You know, so then sudden change of venue, and they have it at Pops. And Veronica does make, like, a really nice speech about, like... About, about Tony. About Tony, but <laughs> doesn't even mention Baines. And no. things, I've met you once or twice. Which is so rude, too. It's like, everybody in this episode is just... <laughs> so awkward. I mean, this is not the wedding of the century for River, by Riverdale standards, you know? Like, no one, no one really cares. But we've never had a wedding, right? No. Just in Riverdale, I guess. I mean, Chicken Charles... Kind of. In, like, the living room, right? Yeah, yeah and then, like, like, a bunch of people died and shit got thrown into a fire by a knife. Yeah. It's, it's not like exactly like a fairy really, tale wedding. I wouldn't really count that. <laughs> no. So this is our big Riverdale wedding, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't it feel fun. like it because no one cares. I'm sorry. I, I've come to the realization no. that I think this is happening because something's mm-hmm. going to happen and then Cheryl and uh, Tony will have no choice but to be together in the end. Because I think out of all the couples, they're endgame. Oh. I think so. Wow. A prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like... And this just furthers my point. We'll see. I mean, the wedding itself is really cool. Feels it goes big. off without a hitch. It's a really well, fun scene. We're not we're not to the wedding yet, though. Okay, I okay, know, so but we... I just have to reassure Sarah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, now I can calm down Because he's like, this wedding is stupid, <laughs> and I just want you to know that it's not, yeah. and it was a fun scene. You basically yes. were like, eh, there's me. <laughs> Whatever that motion is. <laughs> yeah, like, and while all the stuff that's going on with Nana Rose... And with her being on fire is during the rehearsal dinner. It happened right before. So Cheryl's not there for the rehearsal dinner. Okay. Right, because her grandma gone on fire. Yes. I hate when that happens. When does she die? Well, she does have a close we'll call. We'll get to it. We'll Gosh, get to it. Okay. She's had a rough couple days. She's had a rough life, period. Yes. <laughs> She's seen some stuff. Okay. Yeah. She actually comes back and kills her. And then they play <laughs> that's the plot for season seven it is actually aliens <laughs> yeah narrows gets taken away and we forget about the this riverdale situation yeah yeah but yeah veronica yeah she has her nice speech to tony is it and odd? is things reacting is he like it was a short speech okay but she gets lots of reactions when at the end of her speech she breaks out into a musical number, which oh nobody gosh. was warned about oh for this Ladies Who Lunch song, which is all, yeah? I yeah. love that song. Yes. What? Does that have to do with anything? Because it has to do with Veronica. the single ladies. She should have sang single ladies. Yeah. I thought that's what she was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> ladies Who Lunch 
that's not the context of ladies for lunch. There's like lyrics in it about like, oh, all these married women, whatever. So yeah. she turns the entire scene into just an event about her. Uh, of course. Yes. And of her self pity. Yes. yes. A spectacular show of poor me. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. And everyone is so uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yes. When she sings Everybody Rise, does anybody do it? She says, Rise! Yeah. Rise! Rise! Until yeah. they stand up. Yes. Yeah, they're yes. like, okay. That and then, like, there's this... I'm sorry. That it, that song is by Elaine Stritch, and she is a legend, and she's, like, one of my favorites. And I don't think Veronica has the range. Mm. I don't think Veronica has the range. <laughs> no. Really there's a lot of it. acting that is involved in that, too, and I'm just like... No. She did, like... She hammed it up, and it she was, was kind of sass. I just... I get big theater kid energy from imagining that, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. like... Yeah, it's, like, definitely, like, yeah, like, more hammed up than Veronica usually does, but not to the extent that... It is, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so awkward. And there's this scene. <laughs> when isn't it? Well, there's when isn't this... her musical numbers absolutely cringe? <laughs> Toxic was kind of fun. I, but in the context, yeah, like, <laughs> it was bananas. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> when Percival crashes the wedding, I want him to come in in that moment and be like, "This is bananas." <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's right. even like a scene when she like pulls Fane's like up and like kind of like sits on sits on his lap almost, what? and it's like, and she keeps like stealing people's like alcohol and like yeah. drinking, and everyone's like, Veronica. She sits on Britannia's lap. Oh, and, yes. Like, she's a swig of whiskey. Yeah. Yes. My gosh. Yeah. That's it's not a honest, good look. Honestly, <laughs> I'm excited to see it now. This sounds like a mess. It's <laughs> a total mess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then after it. This sounds like such a Veronica-heavy episode. She's going through a crisis. I know, but it has nothing to do with her. No. That's the point. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly the point. That's why she's upset. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) True. Okay. But, yeah, at the end, Betty's like, Veronica, do you have a date to the wedding? Oh, she's going to offer up herself. And... And Veronica's like, no, I still don't. And then Betty's like, do you want to come with me and Archie and be our third wheel? Like the 10th grade homecoming dance? Yeah, like 10th grade. And Betty offering her that made Veronica realize what her purpose is. To shoot venom directly at Betty. (laughs) (laughs) No, because Betty's her friend. She's here in Riverdale to help her friends. Yes. Because B and V forever. Say your line about friendship. Oh, maybe the greatest present of all was friendship? That's it. That's yes, it? Does that's she say it. that? She does. Repeat. Yes. The greatest gift of all. Is friendship. Is friendship. And then they skip <laughs> and hold episode? hands. <laughs> it's actually the greatest superpower of all. Did they literally say that? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. I bet they will in the end, though. They're like, we'll beat Percival through friendship. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then they'll go like, what What was it? Like, thought, heart, poison, yes. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Vibes. Vibes. <laughs> Good vibes. <laughs> so Veronica finally found her purpose through all that, which is her friends. The rehearsal dinner was a bit of a mess. Obviously. But yes. the wedding is beautiful. Great. Cheryl officiates. They have some nice little vows. And then there's like some cool camera shots this episode. Yeah. Like I liked the couple is like getting off the stage that they got married on uh-huh. camera goes down and back up and kevin is performing oh okay and so he does a fun little musical number as the wedding singer to what i don't remember it was some song about like getting married 
It was, was it from, um, Newsboys? I don't know. Jersey it Boys. Jersey Boys. That's what I meant. Newsies, Jersey Boys. Something Newsies, like that. Newsies, Jersey Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, yeah, it's like, I don't remember. I recognized it, but I don't know what it's from. Yeah. We just had a musical episode. Yeah. What are we doing? They're just short performances. Oh, yeah. And but, Kevin is great. Yes. But the thing about this musical number is he was only invited to this wedding that day, as that morning, as an as a guest. Because he wasn't previously invited because they were in a custody battle. Yeah. But he said sorry yesterday, so today he got invited. Yeah. And he's just like, well, I just have this in my back pocket. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, um... Before the wedding, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do with Percival so that the wedding can go on without a hitch. Mm-hmm. And so Cheryl has a plan of how they can, like, sneak up on him. Because um, Kevin, like, you know, has been doing some spying on Percival. And he knows that he's been getting all these weapons for some battle, some war that's going to happen. <laughs> historical weapons. Yeah, historical weapons. One of them being the stockade of the heart, like... Belonging to the Harlot of Babylon, TBK. I just forgot his name. I was going to say the Black Hood. <laughs> TBK. Wait, when she had like. She already forgot about TBK. I always <laughs> like, forgot his name. Was yeah. She real killer? <laughs> yeah, like she had this like flashback of TBK calling her like the Harlot of Babylon. Right. In but when TBK was, and it was Rivervale. Correct. No, it was in Rivervale. Oh, it was in Rivervale. Yeah, yeah. and then so he said she, something about the Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. so it was like in Rivervale. So she has this like flashback that she doesn't know what it's from. But wasn't that the devil? Yeah, TBK yes. was actually her dad, but was actually the devil. Yes. Yes. That's right. But we think Percival <laughs> could maybe be the devil. So, same? Maybe. But we already established that the devil is that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah. he did the face thing, I guess. Yeah, it was like yeah. they could be connected. Yeah. Undetermined. Well, he's an algae. He's, <laughs> he's algae. <laughs> Facts. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. But Betty remembers it from that little flashback, though, and that he called her the harlot of Babylon. And so, yeah, they're, like, just trying to figure out what all this means. And when they bring it up in front of, like, Heather and Cheryl, they're like, oh, stockade, you say, harlot of Babylon. And then they, they look in their little Maleficorum book, mm-hmm. and they're like, that stockade is, like, will control someone's magic and someone's, like, abilities. And so they're like, if we can get Percival into that stockade, he can't do anything. Powerless. This is the new plan, because I just found but out I about mean, it. But I mean, the writers. Oh, no. That's not, that's who, not the end. Who knows? No. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, so Percival is demanding baby Anthony of still. Course. Yeah. So he wants baby Anthony. For what? We don't know. We don't Does know. Does everyone know he's evil now? He's soul of Riverdale. Does the town yeah. care? No. No. We don't know. They don't know anything. <laughs> just... There's a bunch of sheep and these these young yeah. adults are just like fighting for the sake of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get everyone out of there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They nope. literally don't. There's gonna we're be a not, war. They we're don't not need gonna to stimulate warn them. the economy. Move it. Like get them out of there. They are, this is a refugee crisis. <laughs> they don't care. They're too busy. They, they have... need. They need spots filled at the wedding in the white worm. But yeah. no, as Archie says, life needs to go on, and good things need to happen in the yes. midst of war to remind you what you're fighting for. You yeah. can't just stop your life during war. What's going on in Riverdale that's worth fighting for? <laughs> Harsh but true. Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> B- between ten people? Yes. <laughs> that's so beautiful and so important. It's worth it all. 
Speaking of friendship, Kevin was like, can Moose come to the wedding? Did we even see Moose I was, at the wedding? I, I wondered. Ask. And no, I, I was watching for him and I never saw him. So I guess he didn't invite Moose. He just wanted to know if he could yeah, come. Yeah, they cut the scene where they're like, he's just no, like, actually. Yeah, I think, like, I, we think that would be really awkward, actually. Yeah, he's like, that's a little weird. I'm going to stay home. <laughs> Tony texted him later and she was like, actually, like, we don't like Moose. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, just tell him we're all sick. <laughs> we we had to change the day. Just... Change the day. It's too short notice. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, we don't have enough seeds. Yeah. Oops. And he sees like Kevin walking out with like a tuxedo, swanky rhinestone like, tuxedo. tuxedo. And he's like, yeah. What's that for? And like, um, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. I'm gonna go drive truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Um. So the wedding happens. Goes off with a hitch. Love wins. Well, no. Going back to the Percival in the stockade, though. So. In order to get Percival into the stockade, this plan is that they bring baby Anthony, or Betty brings baby Anthony, but okay. it's a fake doll, which Percival like obviously knows within a second, <laughs> but I think it's also the same fake doll they've been using for baby Anthony the whole time. It doesn't even look ridiculous. convincing. Like, even when she's holding it, it's like, that doesn't even look like a it's baby. A it's like a toddler. It's just a watermelon with a <laughs> yeah. face painted on it. <laughs> but as soon as Percival pulls back the blanket and realizes it's a doll... No way. Everyone around them who has been invisible this whole time. Oh, because they becomes, do the holding the breast smell? Yes. Spell. Mm-hmm. They become uninvisible uh-huh. and they have guns pointed at Percival. And guns? Ha like, ha, yes. Okay. Guns. And then Kevin, too, he's like, Percival, you're under arrest. Which yeah, I like love. A, a citizen's, citizen's arrest. arrest. Yes. <laughs> I guess Kevin is no, a cop. No, he's a cop. So? so he's a but, warlock. Everyone knows this. No, I, I know. I just love that he's like, you're under arrest. Yeah, he like has an arm around his neck. You need to it's die. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so then they get him in the stockade because they also like blow some powder in his face that makes him sleep for a little bit. Okay. But <laughs> this is totally just Dungeons and Dragons at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he wakes up while well, everyone's at the gargoyles. wedding. He has a little friend who comes to help him out of the stockade. Guess who the friend is? Chick. <laughs> I wish that would be way cooler. Oh, that would be so funny. No, it's a grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I got lightheaded. <laughs> Because didn't you know it was an integral part of Percival's character that he likes grasshoppers? That, that he has trained grasshoppers to come to him when he sings. Yeah, didn't you know that? Wasn't Should that, I have? Wasn't no, that? No, nobody knew. <laughs> it's just like another thing that's like, oh, that's convenient. <laughs> and why grasshoppers? <laughs> I don't know. But like he's talking to all these grasshoppers and eventually <laughs> they chew through the wood within like what five that minutes. Like? Yeah, like five minutes. So he gets out and he Do uses, grasshoppers eat wood? I don't know. Is it locust? Or does he say grasshopper? Oh, no, if they are locusts, actually. Okay. Because it's probably, it's connected to the plagues. You're right, it's locusts. Okay, that it's still sense. really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so he just commands the locust to chew through the whatever, okay. Yeah. But the thing is, that I can't get over, is he is powerless in the stockade. He can't use any magic. So these grasshoppers had to have been pre-trained somehow yeah they're just his like, buddies yeah yeah so he's had them for but like, who knows how long but they would talking to him their nature is not to help him though right just because he summoned them yeah i'm assuming just like based off of the logic of the plague like you just release chaos yes you can't control it apparently he can even because with zero even with powers, zero powers in this yes okay which is it's stupid makes no sense there's no, no logic <laughs> but he gets out within one hour max why can't Cheryl yeah. just be like Fire on a locust. 
Because she, well, they don't know. The they like lock him in a safe. Oh, they just go away from yeah, him. Yeah, they just yeah, leave him. They like, want to go to the wedding. They should just had him in the stockade, like the back. Literally, the <laughs> like keeping an eye on yeah. you. <laughs> like put him by the gift table. <laughs> just like under a tablecloth, and you're like, "What's that? Don't worry about it." Yeah, <laughs> that's just a little Percy under there. That is insane. That they they wasted this, the one thing. Yes, like literally, the thing that could have contained him. They didn't even think to have one person on guard. Or even like, why didn't Cheryl put like some enchantment around it even? To like, but they don't... No, no. So anyway. They're not going to win this battle. They're just not. They're not smart enough. I think they are because there's a season seven, so they have to win. No, that's going to be Nana and the Maple Alien. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. That everyone's been We're really going to shift gears. Yes. <laughs> we focus tested about... um. 60 boomers and they said they want to see that they want more nana rose <laughs> they want more nana rose yeah <laughs> anyways she still has to die so let's yes. continue so when percy gets out he goes straight to thornhill he pulls out nana rose's oxygen and smothers her <gasps> until she dies she's not at the wedding because no because she just got burned <laughs> yeah they just left her alone too <laughs> no nurse no nothing Mm-mm. no great yeah well the hot nurse he evaporated he was too smoke. hot yeah. yeah what is it spontaneous spontaneous human combustion, yeah. Mm-hmm. Human combustion. yeah yeah shc shc yes anyways <laughs> so she dies yes but this is also a plague of killing the firstborn since she is the oldest living firstborn in Riverdale, he kills her first. Oh, oh. In order to enact the plague, Which I guess makes that's the, how it has the water to happen. Turn red. No, that happened a long time oh, ago. Okay. No, remember, They're like, the last that. plague is, like, killing of all the firstborns. Oh, yeah. So when they're dancing at the wedding, all of a sudden, Archie starts, like, falling over. It looks like he's having a heart attack or something. Mm-hmm. Same thing with. Tony, Fanes. Yeah. Because they're firstborns? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. A bunch of other random people we don't know. Yeah. Not Jughead? Randoms. Oh, he's in the thing. Jughead mm. is in the bunker. And he... And at the moment he sees his doppelganger... He faints. Yeah, that's when he clutches his heart and falls back on to the sex bunker bed and dies. <laughs> yeah. They Just all the literally die. Yes. And they've all literally died and you don't feel anything. The characters, like, they have they tears. They're in shock, though. Yeah, they're, like, they're in shock. But still, I'm just like, again, I know the show has really changed. But going back to, like, because I've been watching, like, season two. And it's like everything had such, like, emotional significance. Oh, yeah. And it's like they literally just died. Yeah. And they're just, like, a couple tears. They're but- not even, like, no. Or, like, no reaction. Besides just like, yeah. oh, they're dead. I'm yeah. sad. They're all just like, I'm the second born. Oh yeah, our they just accept, older than me. They just accept that it it had that. Yes. Yeah, but then Tabitha realizes she's like oh, Jughead, and so she goes to run to check on him. Yeah. Okay. Sad. Yeah. But then baby Anthony, who is a firstborn, mm-hmm. is the only one that lived, and so they're like, there He's must the be savior. something special with him. He's the soul of Riverdale. Yeah. Right. And Percival wants him specifically. Right. So. So. Yeah, they're all dead. Like, literally dead. For now. And yeah, because <laughs> Heather's like, I have a friend. I know someone. Sabina. Uh-huh. <laughs> who can help us. Who's really good at necromancy. Yeah. Yes. Which I also called. I knew they were going to play with that. So my theory about Nana Rose in the beginning of the episode is she's not, I mean, she is dead, but she's not going to stay dead because Sabrina mm. will bring her back with everybody else. Probably, yeah. So yeah, probably just probably. bring. She'll probably bring back just all the firstborns. Yeah. 
So do you think now that Percival's just, like, killed them, they're going to be more like, oh, we can kill you now? No, I think they're going to bring them back and fight the battle. Oh, yeah, because in this episode, too, Alice on the news talking about, like, the blood red Sweetwater River, she's Uh like, this is unexplainable. I could even say apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Do we think still do we still think Alice is bad or no? At this point, it's just like probably not. I mean, I still think she's bad. I don't think she's necessarily like evil. She's not the big baddie. She's not the big baddie, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's we have to focus on Percival. We have to get him out of the way. And I hope it's on the finale. Hopefully. Yeah. I want something fresh for season seven. Yes. 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 And what better way to start fresh than have an apocalypse? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Also, one crazy thing that happened was during the wedding dance before everyone died, Betty and Archie are dancing and Veronica's <gasps> feeling sad oh, for herself. Yeah. And she asks Tabitha, she's like, Tabitha, you've seen the future. You know whose endgame. Is it Barchi <laughs> or Barchi? And Tabitha's about to tell her. She's like, Okay, I'll tell you what you can't tell anybody. And we're on the edge of our seats. Who asks? Veronica asks Tabitha. And then Archie starts to die. So we don't know, but Tabitha Mm -hmm. knows. That is so annoying. Yeah. That's so annoying that they tease that. Right. Because do you think it's either of them? I think it has to be, probably. I mean, it's Archie Comics. It has to be either. It's one of the two. It has to be Betty or Veronica. I don't even know. That's always the question is who will it be? Maybe it's Veretti. Ready. <laughs> Ber, bet, bet, betronica. 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 <laughs> Sounds like a Dragon Ball Z we, villain or something. Where's yes. the Archie? The Er? Vercetti. 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 Yeah. Ooh, and they Me can. Olive Garden. Yeah, I'll have the Vercetti. <laughs> <laughs> and they can only eat at. Cucinisacasa. Cucinisacasa. Yes. Cucinisacasa. Yes. They like take <laughs> it the over. That's the special. Yes. Oh the, yes. The thruple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a crazy and it's like three different entrees though if it was Betty and Veronica and Archie was just alone. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, not. It would have happened by now. I don't like it when it's just like last minute, like, <laughs> gotcha, yeah. you know. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, anything else to discuss about the episode? I'm excited for Sabrina next week. Yeah. It, is it for sure next week? Do they show yeah. a preview? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, she's going to have a bigger part this time, right? Oh, yeah. I hope so. I'm like, I do think it's funny, though, that I just feel like Sabrina got canceled, so they're just making Riverdale, like, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina now. Yeah. And it's just so funny. <laughs> Literally, yeah. It's like, I still liked this idea, so I'm just going to... We're just going to pivot a little. Yeah. Netflix was like, no. But CW was like, sure. Do whatever you want. We're not making profit anyway, so yeah. <laughs> do whatever you want. And speaking of... So speaking <coughs> of our favorite network, I was doing some research and I found out that the CW has had 23 failed shows uh, since they started in 2006. So like they only ran for one season. Some of them didn't even like make it past six episodes. Uh, well, 23 scripted shows, 25 failed reality shows. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I made like kind of a game that's like a little bit quizzy, a little bit just stupid facty, whatever. So you guys are just going to play along. Okay. okay. Let's go. Ready. All right. So this first one is guess which of these log lines is the correct log line for the show. Life is wild. Have you heard of it? <laughs> no. Okay. A high school student witnesses a murder and works to uncover the mystery revolving around her local zoo. That's A. <laughs> 
B, a rebellious teenager moves back in with his low-life dad after his mother's suicide and learns to get along with his new step-sibling, a chimpanzee. Or C, a New York veterinarian moves in with his family, his second wife, and their two sets of kids to his father-in-law's game reserve in South Africa. I'm oh my goodness. C. I think C. I'll do B. It's C. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So convoluted. Yes. Which of these failed reality TV shows is fake? Farmer wants a wife, shedding for the wedding, face it or brace it, or Terry Crews saves Christmas. Only one of those is fake? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What was the first one? Farmer wants a wife. (laughs) That's gotta be fake. Yeah. No. That's real. And it lasted a whole season. Who named that? Farmer (laughs) wants a wife? wife? (laughs) The fake one was face it or brace it. Face it or brace it. Is it like an orthodontist? Show? Yeah. <laughs> Which of these actors was the star of Cult? Andrew Rannells, Matthew Davis, Scoop McNary, Alvin Chipmunk. <laughs> Alvin Chipmunk. <laughs> Scoop. I don't know who any of those people are, but I'm going with Scoop. No. Nope. <laughs> it's Matthew Davis, obviously. <laughs> Which of these was the official tagline for Katie Keene? In the city that never sleeps lies the truth. <laughs> <laughs> bops on bops on bops. <laughs> a, a high fashion fairy tale, or try it for Lucy Hale. She's trying so hard. <laughs> I try it for Lucy Hale. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. B also applies though. Bops, yes, bops, 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 bops. Speaking of Lucy Hale, guess how many failed CW shows Lucy Hale has starred in? Four. Three. Oh. I think you're, are you thinking Pretty Little Liars? Yeah. Yes. That's ABC Family though, right? Privilege oh, was one of them. Privilege, which I didn't know about. Katie Kane. Mm-hmm. And can you name the third? Um, that one about the, like, she husband lemons. dying. She has lemons in the promos, guys. What are the lemons about? When life gives you lemons. Lemonade. No. <laughs> no, is it about the one with, like, her sick husband? I thought she was sick. Or she's sick. Maybe. Oh, I forgot about that I don't know what that was called. Life Sentence. Life Sentence. Yeah. I think that's the one with the lemons. Maybe that's a different ABC family show I'm thinking of. Or CW. She has like, yeah, she has like an umbrella maybe. I don't know. Anyways, which of these shows would you resurrect if given the chance? I did not include Kitty King because it's too obvious. Hellcats, The Secret Circle, Melrose Place, or The Beautiful Life, TBL. (laughs) I was so into The Beautiful Life. Corbin Blue. I thought it was like so cool. Hello. That's true. But Hellcats? Hellcats was good. That was only one season. Yep. Wow. Up. Mm-hmm. I think I would do, I'd do Hellcats. Ali Bashako was in that, right? And Ashley Tisdale. Yes. Yes. How did that fail? Right? Yeah, seriously. I don't know. Is that your answer? Yeah. Okay. Honestly. Wrong. It's D. It's the beautiful life to be <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was about to be my answer. I remember nothing about it. I just remember being very excited about it. I just remember it had its its own, like, acronym for no reason so weird just the beautiful because TV they really thought it was TV gonna be a big deal. they literally did they yeah, thought it was gassy. gonna be new gossip girl yeah yeah <laughs> okay which of these cancellation headlines is the most savage no tomorrow has no tomorrow the okay. secret circle is going to stay a secret Mero's place has been evicted or life sentence has pulled the plug life oh. sentence has pulled the plug <laughs> thank you i wrote that <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, and that's the game of CW canceled shows. Wow. I my question is, has there ever been a year when the CW has been profitable since it started? Well, okay, what are their most popular shows? Gossip Girl? I mean Smallville. Was Gilmore big. Girls. Gilmore Girls. Um so two thousand six. Yeah, when is basically like, <laughs> since then, maybe not. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like if it was profitable, they wouldn't have all the product, product placement. Mm. So maybe because of that, they are. That's true. That's nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> We're so profitable, we can just put in product placement. Yeah. That's how that works. Maybe they want to make a really great show, but it costs a lot of money to do mm, that. They want and therefore, they need the smart they? sponsorship. Yeah. They yeah. want those really good fire special effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's gosh. for the Avengers battle. They, they need want... the extra money for the Avengers yes. battle. They're saving, They're saving up. So it can be the same production quality as Endgame. Yeah, that's why they can't afford to bring Lucy Hale in every time they mention Katie Keene. They're saving that money for the battle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thanks for listening to our show. As always, we're Riverdale fans first and friends second. If you want to support the podcast, like and subscribe, tell a friend, or leave us a review. And follow us on Instagram at Rivertales Podcast. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.